0: あ、どう。お疲れあの 買収えっと、I personally uh, use Twitter not really as an output for myself like I don't tweet. I just um, look through this like um, trending hashtags once in a while and see like what people are talking about recently or I would just check out um, my favorite accounts one being um, a official account or I don't know I don't even know if it's an official but um, I have a couple of accounts that I know that are dedicated for Attack on Titan and I'm just patiently waiting for the update on their newest season. Like, that's the extent that I use Twitter for. Also, um, also I follow um, <clears throat> Japanese comedian Tokui san, Tutorial no Tokui san. I feel like a lot of people talk about it, obviously, talk about this like Elon Musk buying Twitter, obviously, because it's you know, Elon, and he's interesting, to put it that way, Um, and it's a hot topic, Um, and I had a couple of people ask me about, like, oh, what do you think about him buying Twitter, I don't know, am I supposed, I don't know, like, am I supposed to have an, I don't know, I, I don't understand the whole like the big picture like everything about this like twitter shebang so I don't think I qualify to give a two cents about this but what I understand I'm going to talk about and also I'm going to talk about like what I think about twitter or social media platform in general and uh, you know some like controversial stuffs, and whether that's you know, I'm going to talk about whether that controversial topic have an answer or should have an answer to begin with. So what I understand about this like buying of Twitter by Elon Musk, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, he wanted to change to Twitter in the way that there are less bots, more f- quote-unquote freedom to yes freedom to speech all that good stuff in terms of bots um he was saying that you know twitter has more bots bots meaning like fake accounts not even run by real people um twitter has too many and that kind of like lowers the value of a social media platform and i agree with this like if you know, if bots, like, tweet, like, retweet, whatever, you know, do some activities on that platform, then the number we see on Twitter is, you know, either skewed or over-amplified or under-highlighted, and it loses this transparency in a sense, and thus, like, loses the value as the social media platform, um, you know, that are used in the, you know, globe-wide, um so I agree with this move of like him wanting to buy Twitter because you know if you have a financial means to do it they might as well use it rather than just like hoard it and you know kind of like sit back in the chair and say like oh like I'm the richest man in the world like if you have it and if you see some purpose in using it then just do it you know I I very much rather see people use the power in public than, you know, hoard it or, like, putting into kind of, like, kind of, like, a back-end investment or put it into this, like, interest group, behind the scene, whatever, and just, like, so that, like, not everyone knows, but you have some, like, influence, like, I like the way he uses money, I I guess. <laughs> I, I think that's a kind of a weird way to put it. But yeah, and honestly, I don't have that much of a thought um, about, you know, the acquisition itself. Um, the firing of people also, I think it's interesting because it makes sense, right? Because he bought the company so he has all the rights to do it does it I I don't know does he does it help him show that he has great personality absolutely not maybe because he just like keep on firing like a bunch of people but I don't think it's something to like criticize or whatever like he just owns it at this point um and I don't know, I, I I think that's kind of ruthless. Um, If I, you know, think in the position of, like, the employee at Twitter, it's a scary experience, I'm sure, because I heard, I don't know if it's true, but I heard that employees at Twitter are, like, kind of on call, like, they're not, um, they're not, like, stand by. Um, and then they will eventually receive the news that, like, whether they're going to be, you know, laid off or not eventually and that's a that's scary that's scary um I feel for them but at the same time like I don't know I don't think it's like a juicy topic that like I want to have involvement in so that's where I leave it off but I wanted to talk about um like a more like controversial question of like how much should these social media platform like, censor or regulate content, um, and, yeah, like, how much does that, like, social media, like, how much should they interfere with this, like, freedom of speech, um, which is, like, a million-buck question, so I want to talk about it a little bit. million buck question of how much should these social media platforms censor or regulate content i don't think we have an answer i don't think we should have an answer um but this whole like conversation about twitter kind of brought me back to one of these um the projects that i worked on in college um in one of this data science class Uh, my project was about Making an algorithm, or I, I just use the word machine, making a machine that decides whether the tweet about COVID-19 is fake news or not. Um, me and a couple other members of the project wanted to do it because we were in the middle of the pandemic and there's so many so-called fake news or fake info were going around and we thought it was pretty big threat to public health so we wanted to make an algorithm come up with on our own that flags tweets whether that one's like fake or not and um it was very cool experience on its own but also like led me to this question of like if you know even if this algorithm just says that it's accurate um you know like even if this machine that we built brings up to like 97% accuracy or like um if the quality is great in our eyes i don't think you know the, um i don't think deciding fake or not is like ever perfect. And I don't know if we should pursue that to begin with because um long story short, I'm going to I'm not going to, you know, explain on how I did the algorithm because I I think it's kind of like too difficult to explain without using too much of a lingo for me right now. So, but this to summarize, I felt that because um at the end of the day, AI makes improvement based on historic data. And historic data, um, it's all basically, like, what we as humans decide on. Like, it's it's very bi- heavily biased. Um, and so if that historic data that we built is biased or incomplete... Then the AI machine that is depending on that data is gonna be, you know, either misled or incomplete or inaccurate, whatever, right? So it will never be, you know, that like glorified, like magic that is, you know, kind of like a godlike that is way smarter than humans. Like, I, I feel like that's a very dangerous place to be because if we have that mentality saying like, oh, if AI says that it's true or false, then we blindly trust that. And we wouldn't have us, you know, room in our mind saying, like even questioning if what AI is saying is accurate or not. Um, I'm not sure if I'm like, explaining clearly enough. But that's where I'm at. Um, One of the biggest examples that many of us know for sure, I'm sure that is that um per- permanent suspension of real Donald Trump, our previous US president. Um, and he got suspended after, um, after he lost the 2020 presidential election. And the trigger was these like, two tweets that he tweeted, right? after or during the the capital or the violence at the capital when a lot of um seemingly like trump supporters um stampeded into the capital and it was a pretty violent time um two of his tweets kind of like uh twitter says that it was against their policy and it quote-unquote, like, incited violence. And so, therefore, the real Donald Trump account is permanently suspended. Um, You're more than welcome to read the Twitter statement on that, but I was reading through that, and honestly, I feel like, eh, like, I'm not too convinced with that decision. Like, my, my opinion on the President Trump himself aside... I I don't know how I feel about this decision because, you know, the tweets that he tweeted, I think it's kind of a stretch in my opinion to conclude it as like, oh, inciting, inciting violence. And so it kind of makes me believe that like Twitter is pouring too much of their political bias or political opinion as a Twitter um and use that power too too much um and that's when this like question of like you know should it actually regulate the platform or yeah or should we suspend the account you know how do we even decide if it's if the twitter account is like going against the policy you know if it's fine line like how do we determine that And it's never perfect, it's never objective, it's always, always bias. And so I think it's a very touchy question and it's also like timely one because we're so our world is so saturated by what's on the platform, like whether that's Instagram, Facebook or Twitter or I honestly oh, TikTok for sure it's so saturated, skewed and misrepresented, i'm sure, that we don't we can't really tell what's true or f- false and we kind of you know leave that decision to the platform sometimes. a lot of times i feel like and so i think i don't think we need to have an answer to my question what i feel like we should do is keep on asking that question um and yeah that's my two cents that has nothing to do not too much not nothing but not too too much about not too much with um Elon Musk buying Twitter but that's that's my two cents um <laughs> that's where i'm going to leave it off with so yeah that's my short episode on how i feel about twitter and social media platform in general these days um if i'm feeling like it i would probably do a little bit more research on how these censoring or regulating content on the platform has been doing but why is my voice cracking um but yeah until then Hope you enjoyed this episode. Hope you have a good rest of your day, and see you next time. Bye bye.